Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavel, and today is September 17th, 2021, and welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. I'm joined by our Director of Risk Management, Sean Bingham. Hello, Sean. How are you today? I am well, Mike. Yourself? Oh, I'm doing good. Happy Friday. It is Friday. Hey, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. <laughs> and it's, I know we usually open this up with some kind of sports banner, but yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got a, I've got a uh, kind of an urgent question. I've got these French door in my family room. Okay. And it's got glass. Okay. And we never, ever go through it. It opens up on our patio, our back patio. Yes. We always use the one that goes from the kitchen. Yes. Now it's nice to have the window kind of there. Yes. But I've also got three other big giant windows in that room plus four skylights. So for years, I've, I've been wanting to take this thing out and just uh-huh. wall it and just wall it off. And I'm asking uh-huh. you because I know you recently did yes. some renovations on your house. Now here's, mm-hmm. here's the question. Uh-huh. My wife is in Florida for a girl's weekend <laughs> and I've been threatening to do this for a long time. Yeah. So the, the question is, do I just go ahead and do it Saturday without telling her? Uh, and just see, see how that goes. You know, uh, I'm going to give you some advice. Uh, <laughs> I need it. My advice is what would she want? Because coming off a great weekend and coming through something that she didn't want, it's kind of like you painting the, the room pink and she didn't want pink. So I, I don't know. I, I would uh, tread lightly on that. In fact, I got another yeah. suggestion for you. This means right. that she is not there this weekend. Correct. That is correct. I think you do nothing this weekend. <laughs> well, that's you watch football, yeah, you that, hang out, you get some wings, some, you know, and and just relax. That, that's always uh, that's always a, a high possibility. But the, the good news is it is the family room, so the foot the TV is right there. Perfect. So I can I can watch uh, yeah. college football, yeah. yeah, and uh and put a giant hole in the house at the same time. So I yeah. don't know. I'll I'll noodle yeah. that. I'll noodle that. Maybe we have, noodle that. Maybe well, we have some listeners that can <laughs> tag in. Yeah, please. Uh, particularly uh, yes, particularly your uh, uh, the female wife listeners. If you have any yes, advice please. on uh, how that might yes go, yes, I, uh, I, I, I hope I've given you some direction. But yeah. uh, I think it's a win win. You know. Um, but, uh, (laughs) Hey, speaking of noodling, uh, the specs have been noodling in different markets. Uh, as everybody knows out there, Sean is our director of risk management. He follows these, uh, speculators. We have some systematic models that are pretty awesome. So if you haven't asked us about it or taken a test drive, let us know. Um, and if you want, I mean, Sean, you, you put this awesome, uh, uh, quick recap in the morning on what's happening technically in the markets. Uh, so I, I uh, always look forward to reading that. And, um, you know, there's been some liquidation. And I think what our listeners out there would love to hear your thoughts on kind of where we go from here uh, and uh, what to expect and what's going to drive them either way. What the specs, you know, they have a tendency to get out and get back in and they do, uh, you know, they there's do. a lot of, and then there's the algorithm. So I, I think you could give a really good perspective. The timing yeah. is good. So what do you, what do you think? I'll let you figure out which mark to start with. Well, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to, I'm going to start from the 3000 foot uh, view of, of, of the whole managed money space as a whole. And what, uh, something that's happened uh, just recently is uh, managed money as a whole 
in the market uh, peaked in 2013 at about three, uh, just a little shy of $360 billion. Wow. And, it had, and it had been declining every year, uh, mainly because uh, a lot of the markets were less volatile. A lot of agriculture markets were just being choppy. And we, we kind of went through a long period of uh, what I would just call markets converging to cash over and over and over. Well, we, we know that's over, right? We now, you know, we've had, we've had just about every agriculture and commodity market uh, take off here recently. And so what's happened is in the last three years, the returns for CTAs uh, have gone through a nice three-year period. So 2019, they were up about uh, 6.7%, about 5% last year. And right now they're they're up about nine point two percent through September, so the, wow. the the three year kind of rolling average for their returns is right around twenty two and a half percent, and that's the highest wow. since two thousand eight. So you know, guess what happens when one uh, group of traders start making a lot of money? All of a sudden, more <laughs> more more money comes their way. So yes. in the first half of this year, the latest data, and this is, comes from Barclay Hedge, which is uh, one of the uh, bigger trackers of this information. Uh, Forty billion more dollars have joined the ranks of managed money th- in the first half wow. of this year. About twenty billion each quarter. So that's up about almost thirteen percent to a total of about three hundred and forty billion dollars. So Jesus. when we're talking about spec money, um, it is like I said. The high was about three sixty. We're th- sitting at about three forty, and if we keep having years where we're going to be bouncing around all over the place, uh, I suspect that money could could reach new highs. And of course, what that means is you've just got an enormous player in the market who can shove these markets around uh, because you, you know take that three hundred forty billion dollars and add the margin uh, and the leverage that they can use through futures. And uh, they can they make a big imprint on the market. So uh, I'm not surprised we're seeing better returns. Clearly, the, the you know everything's been in an uptrend uh, recently. But uh, I was a little bit surprised that uh, of the amount of money that has flown right back into that space. So so yeah, for the, for everybody out there, uh, if you're not watching the spec interest, uh, I really really recommend that uh you get in tune with it you can uh hey let's let's just plug ourselves give us a call yeah (laughs) absolutely uh we are happy to talk about it and like my as mike said i i track this stuff pretty heavily so uh pick a commodity mike yeah i'm gonna pick corn because corn is uh for a lot of our listeners out there i mean obviously it's uh, uh corn uh corn sweetener negotiations are coming up and and uh, we've seen some liquidation in the market from the highs uh, that we were seeing. Uh, you know, uh, everybody's listening to our, our analysts on the fundamental side. So whether it's uh, Steve, Eric, Nicole, or Kevin. But what is your uh, opinion on the technical side of this market as we look at, you know, positions into 22? So, uh, okay. So let's hit the, let's hit the spec side first. Um, so the way I, the way I like to look at spec positions is not just the net positions. I actually like to look at those net positions and then take out the, uh, the index money. That's part of that because a lot of Mm -hmm. the, a lot of the index funds that come in there, they're, they're basically long only. They come in, they buy the market. They just want to be, they just want to be part of a commodity index. They don't come in and out as fast as the specs. 
So if you really want a true measure of where the specs are kind of really playing, you got you got to take that piece out. And I call that the true net positions. Now, true net true net longs for corn peaked at about 425,000 long contracts. Uh, and that was back in a late January, early February this year. And they've been whittling down ever since. Now, again, you're always almost always going to see these positions peak before the market peaks because they'll get they'll get to effectively nearly max margin, max available leverage and, and hoping the market's still going to go up. And then when the market starts to go down, you'll see them pair down. And that's exactly what we ha- what's happened after corn topped seven bucks and then started to fade. That's when all the that's when all the long liquidations came in corn. And so okay. that that went down to uh, uh about we're standing right now about 150,000 net long, you know what I call true net long contracts. So about a third of what it was at the top. Now, what's really interesting is the we're talking net positions, but what's even more interesting is looking at the short positions by themselves. What's happened is the short positions are still at the lowest levels since they've been tracking data, uh, back, which started back in June of 2006, weekly data. So what does that mean? It means these traders are not near as bullish as they were, but they're not bearish. And I don't think we're going to see any big sell downs in corn from from spec interest until we start seeing those, those shorts climb. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and to date, we haven't seen it. Now we're going to get a report today. Uh, and we had, you know, corn got down and touched that $5 level d- during this last report. So it'd be really interesting to see what happens. But, uh, okay. so, you know, that'll be something to watch. And, and that is, you know, they, they've been pairing out of soybeans for a long, long time. They, they're pretty flat wheat generally. Corn is really the last spot that they're really, really long. So it's definitely it. the, the more interesting one to watch. Cool. Now on a te- on a technical basis, like you, you mentioned, you know, we, we have these systematic models and our, our systematic model is trying to time the best point, the best part, uh, I'm sorry, the best areas to buy corn throughout a, uh, a seasonal, you know, throughout a marketing year or a period uh, before your needs are. And what our model is telling us is this recent bounce off, off five bucks is nothing more than just a retracement in what is what it now considers a bearish to neutral market. So um, until we see corn get really back over right now, back over $6, I, I think what we're really going to see is another rollover in corn, technically. Okay. And I think we're going to go back and retest those $5 lows. Okay. Now, how low can we go? Well, again, let's <laughs> let let's go back to what I was just talking about in the specs. How low we go will depend on what the specs do. If they come in yeah. and start shorting the market, not just liquidating, but shorting, I think you could see corn get down to 450 without a problem. Okay. If they don't, I think we're really probably going to go down, touch that $5 level. I think, and you would know better than I do, Mike, I think yeah. there's going to be a lot of resting bids sitting between four seventy-five and 5 bucks because mm-hmm. people still want corn. Uh, and, you know, we still have a, uh, we still have a, a stocks to use situation that is, that is very, uh, very tight, very tight. And, and we need at least another crop cycle, yep. right. To, to solve that problem. So, uh, my, I guess my technical feel here is probably going to get a little softer, but there's there's going to be really good 
fundamental support underneath the market. Bingo. And as long as the specs stay sidelined from the sells, probably not going to see much below 475 and certainly probably not at all below 450. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that was a great recap, Sean. And uh, if you're interested in learning more, please reach out to us. Uh, Sean has uh, a wealth of information. I'm not calling you mature, but... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, just trying, go ahead and say it, Mike. I'm trying. Old. Uh, yeah. No, you're not. Anyway, uh, uh, reach out to us. Uh, a couple other things. Sean, Nicole's talking at the Ernerberry Conference on September 27th in Las Vegas on Greens. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. I know. I'm, I'm jealous. I'm, 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 yeah. You know, I'd so, love, love, love to be there. Love to see her. And that will be, a, that will, that will be a good one for sure. And she is a great speaker. She's awesome. She's very knowledgeable. And so if you're going to that conference, um, uh, look forward to that. And if you aren't go. And then lastly, uh, I'll leave everybody with our wheat. Eric Thornton is going to do a wheat webinar on September 29th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So go ahead and check that out. You can register on our uh, website, mckinney-favel.com. And uh, yeah, so that's what I have, Sean. I want you to have a restful weekend, Sean. Restful. <laughs> do not take that door out. That's Do my not. advice to you. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. It's just, yeah. If, if, if the football ends up being being boring, I'm going to be tearing a door out. Okay. But, uh, that's fine. Yeah. If, as long as there's a good game on, yeah, I might get stuck. I, I okay. might get glued to the couch. All right. Have an old style <laughs> beer and, and uh, yeah. you know, just watch the game. But thank you for your thoughts. And uh, thank you, everybody out there for listening. Have a great weekend. As I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every single moment with your friends and family. And I until next time, take care, everybody. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favelle's IQ Ingredient Intelligence platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit McKinney-Favelle.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.